as I mentioned earlier, it's Palais' funeral today. Um, talking about people stealing a living, living uh, Gianni Infantino, the president of FIFA, uh, certainly seems to be doing that. A uh, bit of a disrespectful shot, uh, Mitch, at the funeral. He's taking a selfie in front of his coffin. I know. What's he up to? Oh, what's going on there? What a blonker. Yeah, exactly. Now, a man who's definitely not stealing a living, mainly because we're not paying him for the spot, is Matt Reid uh, out of the UK. Uh, Matt, you've got a Palais story that we didn't get out of you yesterday, so we thought we'd call you back. Uh, good evening to you. Do that was the sound of me hanging up because I'm not getting a fee for this. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, no, I have got a story, and I'm I'm so eager to tell it. I've been meaning to put it on Twitter as a bit of a thread, but uh, I'm not I'm not as twittering at the moment, so I'm, I'm not going around to doing that. So I thought I'd share it with you guys instead. What well, um, so, are you ready? So, yeah, I'm I'm ready. How did it come about? Where and when did you talk to Pele? Okay, so he was he was launching. He was kind of um, breaking away from being somebody who was closely affiliated with Puma um, back in the early tens of the uh, 21st century, and it was 2011 or 2012. I was invited by um, a PR company who were representing Pele, who was launching his own range of football boots, uh, and I wasn't particularly special in this. There was a, there were another 10 or 15 journalists, but most of them were, were were getting opportunity to speak to them in groups. I was in quite an unusual position where I was being granted the opportunity to speak to him one-to-one. It was a, a amazing access. Um, and I had a conversation with the, with the, the team at, at Match, where I was working at the time, uh, Youth Football Magazine that was selling a huge number of, of, of issues every single week. Um, and we did big reviews and all that kind of thing. And, and, and there, was just, there, was a, there was a lack of interest, particularly in the story. I'm like, this is the greatest player of all time. The issue was that our, our obsession on the magazine was covering... Uh, live talent it was talking about where it was a, it was a young readership and they were called obsessed with the players who were happening at the time but i was like well we can create an angle for this we have to speak this is the greatest player of all time for goodness sake so i was like well no matter what the story i'm getting out of this is i'm going to cover this story so the angle that kind of crafted out of it was um we, we could we were looking at, at options for um for, for potentially maybe for coming for the upcoming World Cup in Brazil, uh, looking at the current Brazil team. But then it's just like, well, this is, this is the guy who's revered as being the greatest of all time alongside Maradona at the time. Um, well, but we've got uh, Messi and Ronaldo are coming up on the rails and who are really challenging in a credible way for being known as the greatest of all time. That's the conversation we need to have with him. So that's the conversation that I took along with me to go and speak to him about uh, when I was invited to speak to him. And uh, what, the rest what of was his, yeah, what was his take when you said to him about Ronaldo well, and Messi? Well, well, it was it was this is it was so interesting. The, the, I, I was I was promised fifteen minutes with Pele, as always happens in these situations. I walked into the room and they were like, "We might be able to do eight nine minutes." I'm like, well, "I've got fifteen minutes of questions, etc." All of that kind of thing happened from the start. Pele was the guy who was in, in charge in the room. He was like, oh, we'll, we'll do as much as we can. We know. And he was absolutely, he was warm, he was engaging. He was such a nice and, uh, and likable person as I kind of walked into the room. I showed him this list. I spoke, I talked to him about the angle of the story, made it really clear to him what we were going to do. And he, he kind of like took this piece of paper, which had the, had the 20 greatest players of all time, in the opinion of myself and my colleagues. Uh, the likes of Maradona and Eusebio and Zidane and Best and Cruyff and Daglish and Bobby Moore and all of these kind of the greats of all time. And he loved it. He was, he was list, listing through, pointing at Di Stefano, saying about where he was and like he liked that and liked this. 
toward the top of the list, that's where Messi and Ronaldo were. Messi in second and Ronaldo in third. And I said to, I said to him, well, this, is, this list was written a, a few weeks ago. Every week they're getting closer to you, closer to taking your top spot. How do you feel about that? And Pelé's response was so interesting. I think there's a great deal of brand awareness, the importance of him being seen as being the greatest of all time. And he was very aware that Messi and Ronaldo were, with their consistency of their, their performances, were eating up the ground. He just refused, in the most polite and pleasant way possible, he refused to acknowledge any idea that those two players could be considered to anybody else on the list, could be compared. And I was, I was like, well, but Lionel Messi has been scoring now for, for 10 years. He's been scoring 30, 40, 50, 60 goals a season, you know, in, in one of the greatest leagues in the world against these players and doing this, this and that. It didn't matter anything to Pele. Pele was just like, I, I won't judge him until he retires. And the, the kind of follow up to that was, well, so um, why is that when he's achieved all of this? He's broken all these records and blah, blah, blah. And Pele was just, um, well, I'm really pleased that you've judged me as being, the, as being the greatest. It's a great honor that you bestow me. He wasn't saying, he wasn't agreeing that he was the best at any kind of point, but he was very pleased with that. Um, but he just refused to acknowledge that you could, you could take any kind of analysis of what Ronaldo and Messi were as players until they'd hung their boots up and you look back on it. Um, and I think a lot of it was just out of PR. It was just awareness that his brand was massively built around being the best. He loved the fact that we'd, that we'd put Maradona down to fourth, that we had these two young <laughs> upstarts ahead of him in the list. He absolutely he, he loved that. And he made a couple of, a couple of slightly, slightly um, despite having good interactions with Maradona a, a number of times in, in his post-career phase, he made some, uh, some little comments about um, how long Maradona had, had achieved for and speaking about, um, about you know, how he did very, very well. But it was almost like damning him with faint praise. But referencing as well the uh, the kind of like the uh, the imperfect aspects of Maradona's career and uh, the uh, kind of like the negativity around the hand of god and things like that he didn't he didn't shy away from those big topics but um, he was very happy clearly to be for us to have put him so high or, or you know three places above maradona <laughs> he just refused he refused outright to acknowledge that messi and ronaldo were fit to be in the same company as him until they had retired it's really interesting. Good stuff, Matt. Thanks very much for coming on and giving us the story. It's all right. It's all right. Um, and just a final sign-off as far as he's concerned. I can't, I, I'm a huge fan of Pele. Um, I can't speak highly enough of him. And if you get the chance, if, if your listeners get the chance to watch the kind of like the highlights reels back of him, just, just, just watch how he was scythed and kicked mm. and, and the way that he performed. A remarkable player. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Well said, mate. Well said. Thanks, Matt. We'll let you get on with Dad duties, uh, and we'll talk to you again soon, eh? Yeah, all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It is uh, 29 away from 8 o'clock. Time for the latest in news and sport with Johnny Mack.